JB, you don't uh, you don't come across to me like a guy that doesn't uh, return text messages. I am too quick. I'm too available. <laughs> do you sit there and go, okay, how long do I need to? I don't want this person <laughs> to think that I have no life and I'm just sitting here staring at my phone. So there is a really fine line between when and how and, yeah. and all of that, right? You know what has strategy. changed for me? It is. But you know what's changed for me, Kipper, is because I get a lot of messages, just like I'm sure you do, direct messages, questions, yeah. stuff like that, is I don't I'm, – I'm getting better at feeling – I don't feel as obligated to get back immediately to like direct messages and things like that. Those I'll take my time. You text me, I'm no dubus. I'll get back to you. You know who's a great guy to ask is our next guest, Renaud Lavoie, because this guy, much like all the great insiders, have to get those messages out, calls, texts, messages. First of all, Renaud, thank you for joining us as always. Thanks for having me. It's always good to hear your voices, guys. Yes, you So too. let me ask you as I pick up this conversation, as a whole, how good are, say, you know, uh, whether it's scouts, general managers, your insiders, how quickly or how frustrating is it sometimes uh, when they don't call? What's the percentages of the general managers that would return a call or a text? <laughs> Well, it depends sometimes on um, how they feel, right? Uh, it's not an easy job. Let, let's be honest here. Uh, they have tons of pressure uh, from, the, from their team, uh, the players, coaches, from uh, obviously the owners. Um, but I'll, I'll say this. Easily, it's more than 60 70% of the time that they're going to reply easily. But I understand sometimes why they don't. Sometimes you, you're, you're calling someone or you text someone and they don't answer. It's because the pressure is really, really high. They need to reassess. They need to uh, take a step back before saying anything. And I, I understand it's a, it's a business. Um, now with social media, you need to be really careful. Uh, at the same time, uh, internally, their teams, uh, social media teams are letting uh, you know the G- GM know that scoops needs to be, uh, or media stories or news needs to be, uh, you know, first on their account, and after that, uh, people are gonna get it. So there's a lot of uh, things going on. There's a lot of pressure, internal pressure, uh, but uh, I'll say easily 70 percent of the time uh, there's no issues. So and, and you, you, I think in our business. And you know that, Nick. You you need to be maybe one or two steps ahead. You, if you know that a storm in, is coming uh, with a team uh, because uh, you know they they lost maybe three games in a row, and it, if you need an information, call the GM or whoever you need to to talk to inside that team. Maybe um, at that moment, don't wait. Don't wait another uh, week if uh, they're zero and six. You, you, I don't think you're going to receive a phone call back quickly. <laughs> that's that's the way I see it. <laughs> so, Renault, if you were to send out a uh, few text messages today and say, that said, when will Carey Price return to the net for the Canadians? What would you expect to get back? <laughs> yeah, you know what? I just saw Carey. I'm at the practice rink here in Toronto. Um, he looks good. He looks fine. Uh, he's happy. Um, you know, uh, in my mind, Carey was supposed to play um, earlier uh, this week versus the Ottawa Senators, obviously because 
of uh, a virus uh, that went through his uh, family. He, he, you know, he, he didn't skate for a week to 10 days. So uh, now he's back on the ice. He still looks good. Um, you know, next week on Monday, they're playing uh, the Winnipeg Jets. I believe that that's really when he's going to uh, come back. But it, it's tough right now to, to be 100% certain because you, you need to, uh, first of all, know if he's going to get the green light to play. So he needs to talk to his doctor for that. Um, so we'll see how, how things are going to evolve. Probably we'll know more today, if not tomorrow. Um, and, and, and if there's a chance that he, he's playing on Monday, we'll, we'll let the, the world know. If not, uh, does it mean it's a step back? No, but the more he's going to play by the end of the season, I think it's really going to help him and the Montreal Canadiens to see what's next for him, Um, especially during the offseason, what needs to be done. Uh, You know, Kerry wants to play, so that's the bottom line. And um, there's no, you know, he wants to win that Stanley Cup, so I don't know where where that will be, if it's in Montreal or if he wants to stay with the Canadiens, it's his choice. But uh, one thing for sure, I don't believe that Carey Price is done. Renault, with 11 games to go, do you feel like there's a, a strategy of X amount of games or do you just get that first one and see where it goes from there? Yeah, I, I, think, it, I, I think you just nailed it because you need to see, you know, practicing is one thing, especially for goalie, playing is totally another. And, and believe me, if you look at Carey Price's uh, first practices when uh, he came back uh, uh, maybe three weeks ago, I'm telling you, even during morning skates, he was pushing really, really hard to see how his knee's going to react. And he was there the next day. That was a, a real positive. You see that and the swelling is not, uh, is not an issue anymore, which is like really, really good for him. He's pushing hard. Um, he's trying hard. After that, well, that's a practice, and you know how it is. During games, you're going to be pushed around. Uh, you're going to have players on you. Probably one of your D is going to touch you, is going to fall on you. So how is he going to react after that? That's another great question. So they're, like I mentioned, they're playing uh, Monday uh, versus the Jets at home. After that, they're playing in Columbus. I believe that if he wants to play, he's going to return in front of his, uh, his fans and the Montreal Kings fans, not necessarily in front of uh, the Blue Jackets fans. Now, looking at the the way the season has gone for the Canadians, it's been a remarkable turnaround for Cole Caulfield since uh, Marty St. Louis yeah. has taken over. He's fifth in rookie scoring now, or for goals anyway, yeah. uh, right behind Trevor Zegers. Like, the guy's just climbing the list here. 17 goals now. You know, what's changed? Has it, do you notice him being a more effective guy now, or is it just finally going in for him? You know, I think it's all mental, yeah. and you're going to call me crazy, but it's all mental. It was the training camp uh, for the Canadians was way too hard. Um, and I, I'm talking not, not only uh, you know uh, regarding what happened to Cole Coffee, but as a whole, as a team, way too hard. These guys were exhausted. They started losing games after uh, another and it was really, really tough to uh, to go at the rink, and it was uh, nothing was going in the right direction. And when Cole Caulfield is not smiling, you see that there's an issue. If that guy is having fun around his teammates, um, he, 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 when he's coming to the rink and he's getting his coffee and he, he's in the middle of a conversation and everybody's laughing at him, you know that things are going really, really well. 
he, he likes to steer the pot. He, he likes to be a good teammate. Um, you, you see him on the ice. It's easy to, to see if he's, uh, you know, having fun out there. And he's always competing now with Carey Price. And if it's not Carey, it's Brendan Gallagher. They're all over each other after practices. That's Cole Caulfield. It's all about having fun, playing the game the right way, scoring goals. Uh, and uh, and Mark Sandwi, which is really interesting, is always saying he needs a swag. When he's playing with his swag, he, that's that's where and that's when he's really good. So probably the only, uh, you know, I, I remember, especially in Vancouver, Mark giving him some tips on what to do uh, with the puck in the high circle. Uh, that was interesting. Uh, he scored a goal like, like exactly like that this week. But otherwise, I think it's more mental than anything else. And that what Martin told him is, you need your swag back. If you don't have your swag, and Martin was the guy with a, you know, a big smile on the ice too. He was a real pro when he was playing, but he had a swag about him about himself. And that's exactly what you see with Cole Caulfield. Like when he feels like he's in the middle of everything, well, you know, it's a good day. And obviously, when you score 16 goals in 26 games. Things are going really well for you. The swag started the day they fired Dom and hired Marty St. Louis. In a way, in a way. And it's really sad for, for Dominic uh, because I, I believe Dom is a, a good hockey coach. I, I believe he's going to work somewhere in the league. Is it going to be as a head coach? We don't know. Uh, but I, I know that he, you know, he can really, really help a, a coach to put a game plan in place. So we'll see for what's next for, for Dominic. But, yes, you have a guy like Martin Sandwich, um, Hall of Famer, never drafted, um, unbelievable story, and a person who's got so much energy. It's, I'm not kidding. Um, I mean, I cover Martin when he was at the, the Ottawa Senators training camp uh, in 1996 or 1997, and I remember him. Uh, being the best player on the ice. Uh, and uh, he was cut after uh, two or three preseason games that he didn't play. Uh, and I asked uh, Jacques Martin, why why you cut, uh, you know, Martin? And he said, he's a little small and he needs to learn how to play without the puck. And Martin said to me a couple of weeks ago, he said, well, I told them, I always have the puck. How do you want me to play without the puck? I always have the puck. So, you know, that that's Martin. Um, he's, he, he's waking up in the morning. He's thinking about hockey. Going to bed at night, it's the same thing. He's trying to find solutions. Uh, but he's trying to, to bring uh, a swag to this, to this group um, and, and to prove everybody that, you know what, if you're in the NHL, it's not by luck. It's because you're a skilled player. And if you look at the way the players played with him, it's totally different. Brett Kulak, now with the Edmonton Oilers. Suddenly, we, we saw a lot of skills in Brett Kulak's game. Why, do you think? Because he had the green light. Show me your skills. That's what Martin told them they won. I want to see your skills. I want to see you having fun. That's what we're looking at right now. That's what we're seeing. And, it, it, and it's working. Is it perfect? No. And I, I don't think Martin wants it to be perfect, to be honest with you. He wants the players to feel good about themselves. And for, for him right now, it's really important. 
We're talking to Renaud Lebois from TVA Sports. Uh, Renaud, just one more on, on Marty St. Louis. A foregone conclusion he's coming back. Foregone conclusion that he'll sign a multi-year deal. Um, he certainly yeah. put himself in a driver's seat to to not be the most uh, underpaid coach in the National Hockey League. He can really write his own ticket here, can he? Yes, but Martin is not about money. I think, you know, and, and it's easy to say. I mean, I, the guy played a long, uh, had a long career. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I think he's, he's coaching for the right reason. I don't think he's coaching to, to break uh, the bank. Obviously, he knows where he stands. He's a, he's a rookie coach. I don't believe he's going to make $6 million next season. That's, that's what I, and I don't think that he wants that either. I, I believe he wants to be paid fairly. I think the Canadians are a great organization, so they'll take care of them. The, and, and, and they'll find a solution quickly. I, I, I don't think money will be an issue, to be honest with you. I think for Martin right, Martin right now, it's all about his family, what his family wants. Are they going to uh, move to Montreal? Um, probably yes, but, uh, you know, kids are playing at uh, the college level. So there's a lot of decision, family decision that needs to be made. Uh, I believe that every when the season will be done, you'll have a, a good conversation with everyone to see where they stand. And after that, uh, he'll decide if he wants to come back. If I was a betting man, I think it's easy to say that Martin is going to come back. He he loves it too much. But I, I don't believe that Martin is going to look at the Montreal Canadiens and say, you know what, I think I'm going to go coach elsewhere. No, I don't believe it's going to happen. So... Big game for them on Saturday night, Renault. You know, the Toronto Maple Leafs, part of the, the fun of being a Habs fan this year and in all years is uh, raining on the, the Leafs parade. Um, that seems to be enjoyable. Well, yeah. <laughs> how, how have the, the, the Habs been playing, and will Saturday night matter to them? It will, because they're playing well versus the Toronto Maple Leafs, and that's the beauty of it. I, I remember doing an interview with Morgan Wiley. After the first period the, between the, the Kings and, and, and the Leafs last game, they played at Bell Center. And, and I, I, told, I asked him, I said, it's crazy how hockey gods are working. Uh, you know, when the Leafs were not a good team and the Canadians were a better team, well, it was always tough for the Canadians to beat uh, the Leafs or the Beats were beating uh, the Montreal Canadiens, and they were the better team at the time. Uh, and th- at that time now, it's the other way around. The Canes are struggling. Uh, the Maple Leafs are probably top five in the league uh, if you look at uh, how good they are. And the Canes are finding ways to, to beat them. And I believe that tomorrow is going to be a, a big game for the, the Leafs. They're playing so well right now. And, and I know there's a lot of people who are probably looking at the Tuesday's game saying, well, they, they had a big lead and suddenly the, you know, the Panthers came back <laughs> They're playing back-to-back games, which is probably uh, two of the best teams in the league uh, in Florida. It's, it's never going to be a walk in the park. And, uh, uh, you know, they, they were capable of, uh, you know, tying that game, pushing uh, that game to overtime. They won a big game last night in Dallas. It's really not easy to, to win in Dallas either. So I, I believe tomorrow is going to be a real struggle, to be honest with you, for the Kings. But I've been saying that. Uh, since a long time, for many reasons, because they, they, the leads are so good. Um, but we'll see. I, I believe that probably Austin Matthews and Marner and all the big guns are all tired of uh, losing games versus uh, uh, the, the Montreal Canadiens. So probably they're, they're going to wake up tomorrow knowing that uh, those two points are, are key, are really important. You know, 
there's I know it's a slim chance, but it's, there's still a chance that they, they can they can finish first in the division. It's a slim chance, but it's it's possible. So we'll see how it's going to turn out. One more, Renault, before I let you go. Uh, and speaking of rivalries, uh, I liked it for no other reason. Uh, between Ottawa and Montreal that, uh, you know, it it, it it got the attention yep. of, hey, I, I want to see these two teams play next game. And, of course, I speak of the Gallagher calling out Stutzel for f- embellishing yep. or faking an injury. But where do you see that fallout uh, maybe in the next game? Uh-huh. And what did you uh, think of it? Wait. What did you think of Gallagher doing it? Well, you need to remember one thing. What Brandon said is this. He said that, what he, the fact that he was injured, I don't think there's any issues there. It's the fact that he was injured. Uh, the trainer came uh, on the ice, and he was, you know, there at the face-off to start the power play from the get-go. And what, what Brendan said is, when I was 10 years old, my coach was telling me, Brendan, if you're falling on the ice and, and I need to come out to get you, you're going to miss the next three shifts, right? So I think... It's not about him being injured. It's about being there to start the power play right after. And I, I believe that, in a way, there's a code uh, in the NHL. If you look at that face-off, um, Joel Edmondson was pretty upset and whacked him a few times on the stick just before the puck dropped, looking at him and, what are you doing here? Saying and Sending a message, you're not supposed to be on the ice right now, buddy. By the way, is there a rule? If you're injured, how come you're, you're capable to, to start the next play if you're injured? I thought there was a rule that was saying that you need to go back to the bench. I guess that rule is, far, is gone. Uh, but, but I believe it, at the same time, if you're injured, the, play, the trainer needs to come out. Sorry, but you, 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 need, you need to wait for the next shift if you want to come, to come in. And I think that was uh, the issue there. And I don't have any problem with that because, honestly... If uh, there's no, uh, if the culture in the NHL is uh, not uh, respected, uh, I wonder what's going to come next. And it's, uh, I'm happy to see that veterans around the league are sending a message to younger players that you know things are done this way in this league, and you need to respect that. And probably, uh, uh, you know, Brady Kachuk will have uh, will be a little tired of hearing other team or other players talking about Tim. And Tim, by the way, is a great guy. I don't know if you've ever met him, but he's a, an unbelievable person. I'm pretty sure that he wants to play the right way. I'm pretty sure that he didn't mean to, meant to, uh, you know, steer the pot here. I, I just think that he only wanted to, him, to, him to do his score goal. That's the only thing he, he was hoping to do. So uh, I don't have anything and nothing against him. And nobody does. It's just a question of the culture of the game and making sure you're, you're doing things the right way. Renault, we always appreciate your time on our show. Thanks for doing this. Thanks for having me. Enjoy your weekend, please. Thank right. you. Renault LeBois. All right. TVA. Um, yeah. It, those conversations, JB, you, you've been around the game long enough. Mm-hmm. We, we always have those conversations. That guy's a faker. He's a phony. He's yeah. this. He's that. But those are... Usually comments big insult. for us to have on a bench, in a dressing room, right. not necessarily called out in public. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Renault mentioned the <clears throat> coming back out thing. 
you only have to stay on the bench if they stop the play for your injury. If they blow the play down because you're injured, you can't just go back in the next shift. So that that's the only time that comes into it. Still, though, it's a big deal, I think, to go in the media and say this guy's a diver. This guy, you know, you're calling into question someone's character, someone's. Yeah. And the way Gallagher plays, at some point, he's going to stay on the ice a little longer than he'd like. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And now you're really putting yourself out there to, <laughs> you know, there's going to be some times when maybe you can't even get up. You want to, and you may not to. And yet, you know, what's the first thing everybody's going to say? Yeah, you don't want to be the guy who's flopping after that. So you're dragging well, yourself off the sheet. I expect him to stay on the ice to, to get a call. Mm-hmm. But there's always going to be that part of Gallagher's game now that says, holy crap, man, no matter how hurt I am, I better get up. Yeah. Because I just called out a guy for, for not getting up. And I just, I wouldn't want that upon me. I wouldn't even want to begin to go down that path. Gallagher did, and there's no going back right now. But this is where, you know, for the rest of his career, he's going to have to have that 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 part hanging mm-hmm. over him that, man, oh, man, I just got to get up the rest of my life or yeah. else people are going to sit there and go, oh, wait a second. Yeah. Oh, that's the thing. You got to be so careful with who you're critical of and how. It's like if we're playing golf and I'm like, ah, Kipper, he can't hit a fairway. That guy can't drive a golf ball. And then I put my tee in the ground. It's like, oh, <laughs> I don't want to be the guy, you know, yeah, fall. Yeah, yeah. you know, you got to be careful. You're doling out your criticism. Better, so. better make sure that <laughs> your, your backyard's clean here. I, uh, I do want to say for anyone listening right now, it's our Friday afternoon, even though it's not the afternoon. So text us at 590 we will be taking texts and tweets and uh, responding to all those things. This is actually my favorite segment of the of the week, where we have no plan, we have very little plan, and we just we we take questions and all that. So group chat as well here, YouTube channel. Uh, if you have anything to ask, fire away. Who who are we kidding? We had no plan today. You yeah, Jeff, don't morning. tell that to people. <laughs> we showed up like old that we radio do have plans. And well, nine fifty packed a dart. Sammy, and- listen to me. We pretend that we are a well-produced show. <laughs> well, do you, do, you, do you see where I'm going with this? Muskoka Matt said, uh, question for the show, when will Sammy do his job? <laughs> Sammy always does his job. Take a beating on this chat. Celebrity Sammy. Take a beating on this That's what we're gonna calling you from here on in. Celeb Sammy. Um, yeah, so those guys I played golf with, like my buddies, on the they have not. Stop hammering me about getting recognized. Yeah. I have to deal with it every day. I, when, when do you sign your first autograph? I Honestly, if somebody asked me for my autograph. Do you have a good signature? Do you have to go work yeah, on my, it? I put my beer league number four in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. The first time I signed something beside Tim Curry, looked at my autograph, my signature, yeah. and he said, that's just chicken scratch your generation though your generation has uh, a good autograph can you can you show me your signature you're uh generally legible i don't know if yours is or not but yeah see it's nice kipper oh it's so good the 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 kipper is beautiful let's see, let's see for our youtube followers yeah the um like bob born you check out bob born in there it's, but it's I, just I, a thing of i went and fixed it because tim kerr called me out yeah so i'm like I'm dotting my I. I'm I'm making a a K at the end of Nick. It's very thorough. And then Nicholas. I went 
KYP has to be noticeable, and then they can figure out the rest yeah, after. Well, that's exactly what it is. Bob Bourne, as I mentioned, is a large B, large B, <laughs> but it's you can tell who signed it, and I think that's Sammy. The point. Tonight, I want you working on your signature. Okay. All, All right. Good. We got questions coming in. Uh, we do have questions. Um, let's start with a banger from the text line because I feel like we uh, kind of neglect the text line. I want to get this one right off. All right. Taking it all into considerations, contract, points, age, etc. Who do you take? Matthews and Marner or McDavid and Dreisaitl? Uh, I'll go first. McDavid and Dreisaitl. Right? McDavid and Dreisaitl for sure. Dreisaitl makes eight a year? Uh, more than that. No, 8.5. 8. 8. 8. 8. 8.5 won a exactly. Hart Trophy last year. McDavid, I think you say, is the most. So those guys are at what? 21 million? Compared to 23, probably total. 11.6 and say 11. So I think the Leafs are in for about a mil more, mil and a half. Yeah, maybe a mil more. Actually, what's Connor makes 12.5 or something, doesn't he? Yeah, 12.5. Hey, listen, they're, we're talking about four special players. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's just about your preference. It's about, I don't know, your style of play. I, I got to be honest. You know, the the two guys in Toronto defend a hell of a lot better. Well, that's two I'm changing players. my mind. I'm changing my mind. It's Thank Matthews God. Marner. I'm Thank changing God. my mind. Borny, I was about yeah. to. It's Matthews and, Marner. Listen, again, uh, he's been buried a little bit through history with Austin Matthews, but Marner should be at least in a, a conversation now, a legit kind of no forced MVP type of guy as well. Yeah, you know, he's, I don't know, he, he'll probably finish, he might be finished on fifth this year in the voting, I would guess, something like that. Is he's it? he's up there now, and his his two-way play, and again, you watch last night, his skating doesn't waver. What he, do you mean by that? I'm, I'm, I'm saying that, like, he can play three and four nights, mm-hmm. and at the end, he his skating can look as good as game one, game one then, mm-hmm. then game three. It, he... he this is why playoffs last year is concerning. A great yeah, he's skater, so good. so good, and his energy remains high, yeah. and his edge work, and again, the goal to Morgan Riley last night, mm-hmm. like to bypass w- w- Matthews. W- a world, lot of guys wouldn't have done that. World class play. Yeah, this this comment might piss off Oilers fans, but I think Matthews, Marner, and I think Matthews and Marner are on the level of McDavid as opposed to. Drysaddle. I think they're both above Drysaddle. Yeah. So if you're taking, if you're taking, the defending Hart Trophy champ, it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know. I just that's how I feel. I watch them both play hockey. Yeah. I think. I think that at this moment right now that they're yeah. both ahead of them. I'll tell you what's helping both those guys too is that you know there is still a sense that McDavid complains and. There was a whole thing about, you know, not drawing penalties and they, you heard it. That mm-hmm. was one of those things where the best player in the world isn't getting calls and now he's leading calls by a wide margin. The only time I've ever seen Austin, and I've, you don't see it out of Mitch at all, like these guys just play. Yeah. The only time was off the That's overtime goal yeah. where you, you saw you could just see the uh, the disappointment or the the frustration out of Matthews for 
a non-call play. Other than that, you've never heard a peep out of him. That's a really good point. You know, I, I actually, I regret even having uh, thought of it. Now that I think about this more, it's not that close. Hey, listen, you were on the couch an, an hour in, or, you know, an <laughs> hour and 45 ago, yeah. minutes ago. So don't worry about it. Yeah, no, that's, that, that is true though. They just, they just keep on trucking. I really think it's, it's, it's going to pay off for them that there's going to be that one call maybe in the playoffs yeah. where it's just like yeah this guy just plays he doesn't he's he doesn't embellish he doesn't whine he doesn't complain he's not looking at me he's not embarrassing me and I'm not he doesn't make me feel pressured to make calls I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt Ken, you know what, at the risk it, of someone from Edmonton Media getting a hold of this comment, but, like, should the Oilers not be better in that soft division with those two? Like, I, I don't even just mean this year. Like, should they not have run just the, the two of them in the Pacific Division over the past well, handful of years? Should they not be better? You know, there's an argument to be say that, uh, for whatever reason, Tippett didn't get out uh, yeah. out of his the depth that... Jay Woodcroft's getting out. Yeah. And maybe if if somehow the players around McDavid and Dreisaitl uh, woke up like they have with Jay, they'd be in that position that you're talking about. Right. It, yeah, it just feels like, okay, you go play and L- LA, Anaheim, and San Jose, you know, the amount of yeah. te- games and you And Koskinen's been so much better in the back half of the season. That's helped. Yeah. Yeah, so, they, they haven't had goaltending. It's true. All right, Sammy, what else we got? This is from uh, Zeno Bravo on YouTube, and it's not a question. It's just in all caps, sign Matthew Nyes. So, so did they th- lose last night? They're out. They're out. Oh, buddy. I so saw they were what? down 3-1. So now what? He scored a sick 2-on-0 goal. You see that? Yeah. They did like a three. Him and his buddy there did like a back and forth three times and put it in. I got a case of little Buddha that says that uh, he's – Going to find a way to get in in the lineup uh, yeah. in the at the end of the year. So, I, I, I why why wouldn't you? As long as him and his family are on board, is this not a an easy decision? And it's kind of the best case scenario for the Leafs. You know, if he wins the national championship, they party after. I don't know if you get a version of them. You know, like they have the chance to get him in here. The one thing I have seen is like it'd be pretty unprecedented. For him to come right now as being such a late pick, being a second-round guy to go play one year, he's 19 years old, go right to the NHL after playing 35 college games. I mean, it's it'd be pretty wild. But still, he's shown that he can do it. He's that level player. And just on the, the college conversation here, Abruzizi, did I say it right? Nailed it. Nailed Abruzizi. it. <laughs> yeah. looks way better to me than than a Nick Robertson situation at any point this year. Yeah. He's just to me he's just uh fits that role better. Got a little bit more of uh an awareness. Again, 5 foot 9. Uh, about as heavy as a bag of feathers. Wet. <laughs> but a little smarter, mm-hmm. puts himself in uh easier positions to to stay in the game and yet not leave yourself vulnerable. He said some looks. He's going to get one here soon. Abrazese. I think he's had some great looks. Also, yes. uh, shout out to Robertson, who has gone back to the Marlies and played well. He's got like 10 points in seven so games. I'm not writing off Nick Robertson. No, no. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. He could still find a way to get it and find his his role, his, his lane to stay mm-hmm. in when it comes to what kind of player I am. Uh, there's still some, some real 
high-end potential here, hmm. but it may just take yeah. him a little bit more time. But it does speak to everything we said leading up to the deadline that I think it was a showcase to trade him. You know, like if they were going to make a big move, they they gave him the opportunity to play in the NHL and play with good players. It didn't work out, and they immediately sent him back to the Marlies. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that was the plan that he was an option showing teams that he could play at the NHL level. This one's from uh, Warrior Womp on YouTube, and this is about... This is right in our wheelhouse. What is the ideal food to eat on the golf course? <laughs> well, watch watch golfers. Who's not eating a banana well, these days? Well, it pizza. Well, there's going <laughs> to be some pizza back here, boys. I tell you, though, like nobody can have a growl like me. Like a what I, now? A growl. Uh, hungry. Okay. Right? <laughs> I could That's eat why I constantly. Yes. But I got to fight like crazy. The temptation of grabbing something... That will make my hands a little bit greasy. <laughs> you to, know? to me, if you don't it's get a just, dog at the turn, you failed if, yourself. If, yeah. if I get anything on my hands, and sometimes I'll be like, uh, you know, I'm putting on sunscreen, and I'm like, <laughs> what are you, an idiot? You, like, go, and now I'm going to go hit off the tee box. That's I'm like, you Nicholson the you spray. I, 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 I got to go wash my hands. Sorry, guys. Yeah. And I, Screw up the tee times because of it, but Remember I Mickelson's can't. Mickelson's two glove run. Don't the lefty who's going the, the like double any, black mitts. I don't like anything. I, yeah. yeah. So you got to make sure it's like a a dry bun on a hot dog or something, <laughs> and no leakage of the mustard or the ketchup, or else you are screwed the rest of the round. Little grease missile at the turn. And never uh, heard anybody. Let her but go. I, it depends on, tea, on it depends on tee time. If I'm playing at seven in the morning and I'm making the turn around, you know, ten around eight, I like. I like a egg salad sandwich if they have one. Of the, if they have <laughs> a good right, one, all right. And then if I'm making the turn around noon, it's always a it's a glizzy. So today, today is it going to be uh, Jays or Masters on on the main screen for you guys? Well, uh, Jays are what, what time's that? It's at seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. And okay, I'm, so we're I'm be at the game. not so, there. Rather. You uh, are going. Yeah, I'm going. So, but so I'm not going to be at the game. But I um, will be watching the Masters up until about you know five thirty. So what's the magic cut line? You think? No idea. No, well, we're guessing here. I know you don't have any idea. <laughs> I don't know. What is it usually at the Masters? Blake Murphy asked me this well, in the morning listen, show it the could other be, day. Is it plus two? You know. What, is he new, the, new the, radio? The, the, first, the first Tiger Masters win, didn't he? Wasn't he like 21 under or something? Uh, I think he was finished 18 or 19. Oh, my God. Because DJ yeah. was the first guy to get to 20. In and he shot 40 on the front. Okay. Uh, yeah, the 40 on the first yeah. front. Yeah. So yeah. We, we assume after yesterday that... We're looking at probably a eight, ten under to win, twelve under. Yeah, it, it usually ranges from twelve to to fourteen. I, I'm really kind of nervous about Tiger today because yesterday was such a huge moment for him, going out there shooting the seventy-one, I, holding on for dear life at some points. See, it's supposed you're to be making tough. a mistake right it's supposed now. To be tough. It's I'm, I know I'm it's couching tough. it. I'm couching it. I don't want to. But you're talking like. I don't know who the reporter was the other day that just said, like, my biggest mistake is always. Um, Parody. Doubting or ever doubt, doubting him. Yeah, yeah, doubting him. It's like he's Tiger, and like, he, he does not show up at this tournament unless he can. He thinks he can win it. It's just crazy that he can't, like, read putts. He's doing, like, the little curtsy, like his caddy, Joe LaCava, is getting down and doing the reading. So when we come on the air Monday, boys. And we're uh, doing a final breakdown of the full final round of the Masters. And I'm instead counting of talking my Milwaukee Neiman Cash. What's the who has won? Who's the who's who wins the Masters? Austin Johnson, mm. DJ, DJ. He's the best. I mean, he's the most talented Kip. golfer right now. 
Uh, I don't know. Could it be a, a less known? Like yeah. who are the? I'm saying Ke- I'm saying Smith? Cam Smith. Cam Smith's the guy. Cam Smith. Yeah, and it's because I'm very financially motivated to say that. Yeah. <laughs> I asked Sammy the other day, who's the best golfer in the world? So that, and Scotty Scheffler's ranked That's where we are with uh, sports broadcasters now, right? It's not objective viewing anymore. It's who you got your cash but on. I, I like to put the cash on the guys that are good that I like. We had cash uh, ch- chats last night uh, for the hockey broadcast yeah, who are for those, the first time. Who are those guys? That's, that's and why Mike do I, and Anthony. Why yeah. do I want to believe them? Like, <laughs> like we're, they know we're, this we're, stuff, I think. I don't know. Well, then why aren't they hockey analysts? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, Kiffer. <laughs> you know, I I will say the the betting there is a effective way to use it to talk about the game, what you expect to see. You know, I, I do think that it can be well done. I think that right now is a tough time as you watch everyone try to figure out a way to incorporate it. Right? It's tough. It's, it's tough to figure out yeah. how to. For example, tonight the Islanders yeah. are plus one fifty two so, in like, Carolina. If those guys give advice and and somebody starts losing some serious money, like would they have to be like minor hockey referees and get escorted to the parking lot? <laughs> I, you know, I hate every time I put my tweets out there with my bets and someone like DMs me and they're like, Hey, thanks for the heads up on that play or whatever. I'm like, I know how many times I'm wrong. <laughs> so I don't want to, don't, don't trust, you know, here's what I'm doing. You're free to make your own decisions. Well, boys, been a heck of a week. Big Friday. We started early today. Let me just end this by saying let's never do it again. <laughs> Agree. This has been okay. very weird. Way I, weird. I just find, you know, like, because a lot of my analysis is based in, like, I read a lot, and I look at a lot of numbers, and I when I wake up and have to show up, it's hard. Sammy, you're heading to the ball game today? I am heading to the ball game. Okay, give me uh, an over-under on wins for the Jays this season to win the East. Uh, they need... 93 and a half would be the number. Would I would I would take the over. They're going to they're going to crush this year. 100 wins this year by the Jays? No. They're going to finish with 97. 97. It's a lot of All wins. Right. And does uh Guerrero hit as many home runs as Austin's scored goals? Wow. Amazing question, really, that I wish <laughs> no. you would not asked at the end of the show. No. <laughs> What's he going to finish with 61? Maybe. Well, no, he's not Roger Maris. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> maybe. Uh maybe. All right, Lance Romance, thanks for a great job today, pal. Jennifer, as always, JB, have a good weekend. You too, buddy. Enjoy the show. So glad you made the show today. (laughs) I am too. That would have been bad. Sammy, and all of you watching and listening, give us a rating and review if you get a chance. Love to hear from you. Enjoy the weekend.